Hi there, and welcome to the Umpal.com podcast. I'm Oli, and for this episode, it is my pleasure to bring to you Mr. Vernon Vig, president of the UPCA and former president of the New York Pipe Club. You can find the UPCA at unitedpipeclubs.org. Also, check out the New York Pipe Club's page at newyorkpipeclub.com. This podcast was made possible by all those adopters of monstrosity pipes. Go to umpal.com and click on Bravest Personages page to see the growing list of monstrosity collectors. Each monstrosity adoption helps support this podcast. So find your beast today by clicking on the monstrosities link over at umpal.com. The following podcast was recorded on June 3rd, 2010. Sit back, grab a pipe, and stay a while. I hope you enjoy. On the line today, we have Mr. Vernon Vig, who is the president of the UPCA, United Pipe Clubs of America. Vernon, welcome to the show. Glad to be here. Hi, Oli. Tell me about your role with the United Pipe Clubs of America, as well as what the UPCA does. Well, in terms of role, uh, I've served as president since the beginning and actually uh, was very much involved in, in formation of UPCA and uh, have stayed involved ever since. When did the UPCA begin and how? It began in uh, in uh, 2002 we organized it and uh, it came about in the following way. Uh, Bob Page from the Philadelphia Pipe Club and I got invited over to France to Dijon in uh, 2000 I believe it was by Alain Letudier, who was then president of the Pipe Club of France. He asked us to come along and uh, go to one of the uh, international championships. And neither one of us had been to such a thing before, and, uh, and, 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 and we went, and it was a real eye-opener. Uh, we saw you know, hundreds of people coming from all over Europe and all over the world and uh, getting together. Uh, for, for a smoking contest and for a lot of camaraderie, and we thought this is great. We uh, there were no American, there was no American representation at the CIPC or at these international events at that time. So we inquired what we had to do to uh, to uh, belong, and uh, we were told that the way the CIPC, that's the Committee International of Pipe Clubs. The way it works is there is a national federation in each country, and each national federation must have at least two or three local member clubs. And uh, if we formed uh, such an organization in the States, we would be most welcome. So we came back and and, uh, started working on that, and a couple of years later we were able to form UPCA with, I think, initially 12 member clubs. And uh, it's that that permits us to participate in the, in the international events. That was the real uh, reason it was set up in the, in the first place. Uh, we have uh, expanded our, our uh, horizon since then. It's not just about putting on uh, slow uh, smoking pipe contests anymore. 
Uh, tell me what all it encompasses now. How how have you guys branched out? Well, I suppose the uh, the main idea is we have uh, we have now twenty three member clubs, I believe, and uh, we have branched out into uh, where we regard UPCA's purpose as being to. Uh, promote and protect the interests of the American pipe smoking community uh, by assisting in the formation of local pipe clubs and supporting their activities and uh, by serving as a liaison to facilitate the sharing of information and ideas between the member clubs and essentially to help maintain smokers' enthusiasm for the hobby in these difficult times by by presenting a positive public Im image of uh, pipe smoking and providing more opportunities for pipe smokers to get together and and enjoy their hobby what are some of those events that you guys kind of uh um help bring about well what we do is uh the first thing we've done is to uh push hard for the formation of, of, of local pipe clubs. And uh, a number of them have, have been formed in, in, in recent years, and they seem to be springing up here and there uh, all the time now. I think it's just a uh, uh, an indication of the fact that all pipe smokers tend to feel a little isolated, and we want to find a, 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 a place where we can come together and 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 all enjoy ourselves. Um, the local clubs, uh, some of them have pipe shows, obviously, and we have uh, at UPCA tried to encourage uh, that and to uh, publicize the fact of uh, of the pipe shows. There's a calendar on our website and so on, and we send information around. Uh, urging people to attend uh, 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 pipe shows. And as I say, there are a number of them. In this neck of the woods, for example, we have uh, each year in December at the K. Woody uh, Pipe Factory in Peekskill, New York, uh, uh, Bill Feuerbach and company put on a, a, a sort of open house, and we call it the Northeast Regional UPCA meeting, uh, people come from Boston, from Albany, from uh, the Poconos, from Baltimore, from Philadelphia, as well as, and New Jersey, as well as, as from New York, and we just have a have a great day there. Uh, we also publicize the uh, retailer events on our website. If uh, if a retailer is going to have a special trunk show or some special function, we try to get the word out so that people will know about it. We have uh, also gotten uh, involved with the International Pipe Smoking Day, which is February 20 each year. And that's a, a thing that was organized in the beginning by some guys on, on smokers' forums uh, in Canada and the U.K. And uh, that's turned out very well. We uh, uh, have done our best to publicize that and to urge all of our member clubs to plan to have some event on that day to mark uh, the fact that it's International Pipe Smoking Day. And uh, two years ago, 
by publicizing that, I was able to get a, a fairly nice article on the front page of the Wall Street Journal, if you can believe it. Wow. And uh, it was positive enough so that uh, pipe smokers all over the place uh, noticed it. This past year, this year, 2010, uh, International Pipe Smoking Day, uh, February 20, was the day of the St. Louis Pipe Show. And so uh, I went out there and, and, and with some others, and uh, again, we were able to publicize it. Bob Calloway, who runs the St. Louis Club and the show, was very good about getting the word out there. And uh, we got a reporter and a photographer from the uh, St. Louis Post-Dispatch to come over, spend the day with us, talk to all kinds of people. And the Sunday morning after the show, uh, there was, again, a very positive article on pipe smoking and the show and International Pipe Smoking Day in the, in the, the main St. Louis uh, newspaper. It was one of the first articles I've seen that was 100% positive. They didn't even put in the little bit at the end of, of course, pipe smoking is dangerous to your health, etc. It was all positive. And we think this is... Uh, this is very important. We still think there are a lot of people out there who have a, a, a very different uh, view of pipe smoking than cigarette smoking. And uh, oh, they think of their grandfather or whatever, but they sort of have a, a, a nice image of pipe smoking, and, and, and we do our best to, to promote that. We keep talking about your website. Let me tell the, the listeners out there that is www unitedpipeclubs.org so go there and check it out and you can see all kinds of stuff right there on their site um, all about the UPCA member directory um, 2010 the history the uh, purposes the bylaws the annual meetings it's all there yeah and, and you can even see uh, some upcoming pipe events and things like that and, and membership and so go check it out it's www.unitedpipeclubs.org um, Vernon, tell me, what are some of your favorite things about being involved with UPCA? Well, I think uh, the main benefit I've gotten from it is to uh, uh, get to know pipe smokers in, in, in all of the member clubs around the country. Uh, you do you have that opportunity to do that at uh, things like uh, the Chicago show and, and other shows. Uh, but it's become a, a closer relationship with a number of guys uh, through UPCA and, 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 and the member clubs. Uh, we had our annual meeting at the Chicago show this year, and uh, I think about uh, 30 people showed up for the meeting. It was a very uh, uh, useful get-together, I thought, but I think that's the main thing, just getting to know all of these people from all over the country and, uh, indeed, uh, all over the world, for that matter. How can, how can the average pipe smoker help the UPCA or participate with the UPCA? Well, first uh, thing I would suggest is that they get involved with their local pipe club. Uh, the local pipe clubs are, are, are the base uh, for the whole UPCA organization. 
if there isn't a pipe club in, in, in the area, and this is the case in a number of places, uh, uh, think about forming one. Uh, we tell people just just keep it simple. Get uh, two, three, four people together, whatever, uh, someplace, uh, talk about it, smoke together, see uh, what might be possible, and uh, see if it it, it might uh, grow into a, a club. This has happened in 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 a couple of places. And uh, the other thing I would say is that uh, you see the the only way you can really participate in UPCA is by through membership in a local pipe club. We don't have really any individual members. Uh, and, and the reason for that is that the, the purpose is to promote the formation of pipe clubs. But anyway, uh, if you're a member of a pipe club, uh, take a more active role in the local pipe club, come to the UPCA uh, meetings and, and uh, volunteer. UPCA it's just an umbrella organization, and the uh, real strength is in the local clubs. So anything you can do to help your local club uh, helps UPCA. Uh, you might want to, uh, for example, help sponsor a smoking contest or, or some other activity at the, at, at, at the local level. And second, tell uh, your club that uh, you want to get more involved with UPCA. Uh, each club has a has a representative to UPCA or a couple of them, and uh, you might uh, indicate that you would like to be one of those. Uh, the job there is to make sure that information about all of your club activities uh, uh, get to UPCA, and also that uh, you send along. Uh, all the ideas that you have at the uh, local club level uh, about what UPCA should be doing to provide more benefits to the to the club. Third, uh, UPCA has an annual meeting every year at the Chicago Show, and uh, I would urge you to attend that meeting next year, and and uh, be prepared to volunteer. Uh, we'll find something useful for you to do, I promise you that. There are a number of committees and there are officer spots that are uh, open every year. Uh, we're always uh, looking for, for new blood and, and new ideas. Uh, it's a challenge for every successful inter organization to get uh, new ideas from time to time. Indeed, I've been trying to find someone to replace me one of these years as, as president because I think I've been in the post too long and uh, it's probably time for someone new to come in with some new ideas. Uh, third, I, I, I would uh, urge any uh, member of a local UPCA member club to think about going along to the world championship in Portugal this next October. This is a, a, a great event and all are invited to attend, and uh, we'll say a little bit more about that later, I believe. And if they're if they're not too sure about um, you know how how to start a group or or if they need any tips or anything like that, I'm sure that they can contact uh, some of the good folks over at UPCA and they can give them some pointers, probably. Oh yeah, we've we have, we've got uh, <laughs> we've got sample bylaws, although you don't need bylaws for a local club. 
Uh, we've got people, Steve Fallon down in Texas and, and, and others who have uh, set up clubs and can give a lot of good practical advice on, on how to go about it. Um, tell me, Vernon, when and how did you start smoking a pipe? Well, I uh, guess I bought my first pipe when I was 16, and I still remember it distinctly. It was a, uh, cost me $7, which was a lot of money at the time. It was a uh, French uh, Algerian Briar Dublin with a horn bit, and I must have had that pipe for at least 35 years afterwards, and uh, I don't know what happened to it, but that's that's where it all started, and I guess because of that, I've always sort of been uh, uh, more keen than than some people on on uh, on French pipes. What was the impetus for you to start smoking a pipe? Was there anybody else in your family or around you that smoked a pipe? Well, sure, my father smoked a pipe, uh, and uh, you know, at that time, you're talking about the fifties. There were a lot of pipe smokers around. Uh, uh, a farmer who lived next to us, I remember, always had a, a pipe handy and uh, a can of uh, Prince Albert in his overall pocket, which he would pop out and take a few puffs whenever, whenever he needed to take a break. Um, and then after that, uh, uh, in schools, uh, both in the high school level and the college level, uh, you know, all, any number of professors and teachers were 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 smoking pipes, and I expect they were uh, role models as well. I went to a 50th college reunion last year, and uh, in that, in the lead up to that look back in the in in some of our old yearbooks and things and uh gee in every picture of uh, uh, uh of, of a house full of guys or, or various groups there were you know a good number in each group of, of of people would have a would have a pipe in their mouth it was just a, a thing we all did the only difference i guess is i kept doing it and a number of others stopped <laughs> Well, hopefully we'll uh, turn those tables and, and start getting more pipes in the hands of folks all over the place. What kind of pipes do you collect right now? Oh, gee. You know, I have uh, what, what could only be called uh, an eclectic uh, collection of pipes. I never uh, got uh, hung up on, on, on any particular uh, brand. Uh, I guess uh, I'm famous for smoking sort of small billiards, and uh, God knows I have plenty of those. Uh, but I have American pipes, English pipes, Italian pipes, French pipes, Danish pipes, German pipes, Japanese pipes. Uh, I don't know how many I have. At one point, my daughter, I remember, started counting with a friend, and they they, they stopped about 1,200 or so. <laughs> I have more than that. I've been trying to pass them on in, 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 in more recent years and have still uh, hope that I will find homes for, for many of these pipes because there are just way too many, and uh, I, can't, uh, I can't exercise them all, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
Do you have a favorite pipe or two that you go to more than any other? Oh, there are probably uh, a, a half dozen, and uh, uh, they are not uh, famous pipes. Uh, I have for a couple, uh, for example, uh, a couple of Wilkie pipes that I bought many years ago that uh, I always have handy and, and enjoy every time I, I smoke them. Uh, I have a smoking room, and I have a sort of coffee table in here. I'm looking at it now. And I always have a number of pipes on that coffee table. And uh, each time I, I get an urge to smoke, I look around and end up picking out one of them for for whatever reason. I, I it, it isn't very scientific, I'm afraid. <laughs> what is your favorite pipe tobacco right now? Well, I've been uh, smoking a lot of uh, uh, Virginias and, and, and Virginia Periques. Uh, this morning I had a bowl of uh, Brown Clooney, which I've been smoking for a long time, and then uh, I put it aside, but I always come back to it. I have a, 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 I also like uh, light Englishes. I've, I'm... I've got a lot of early morning pipe and, and, and always enjoy that. I was lucky enough to buy up a bunch of that tobacco uh, before it disappeared, and I have a, a nice hoard of it, so there's always plenty of that available. But, you know, the thing is, and one of the great things about pipe smoking is that there are so many excellent, interesting pipe tobaccos available today. I really think that while we uh, all uh, decry the fact that uh, a number of old blends have disappeared, the fact of the matter is there are more interesting tobaccos around today than uh, at any time I can remember. Uh, just an unending variety of things, and uh, the unfortunate thing is there just isn't enough time to enjoy them all. How do you see uh, the pipe community changing and evolving? Well, you know, the hopeful sign is that uh, uh, we do see uh, a number of young, younger smokers. Uh, in the New York Pipe Club, for example, we have a number of uh, guys in their 20s or early 30s uh, who are university students or whatever, but who have gotten interested in pipes and and and, and come and, and and join us. The uh, the unhappy part of it is when I look around at uh, pipe shows sometimes and and see that uh, uh, there are a number of people around who have uh, a number of years on them, and. Uh, I just hope we can keep uh, encouraging enough people to uh, to fill the ranks because uh, there are an awful lot of older guys. There are an awful lot of older guys. And how do you envision the UPCA growing and evolving? Well, we have 23 or 24 member clubs around the country now. The country is pretty well covered. Uh, we're happy. We're still looking for new members, not because we're anxious for another uh, 
few dollars of dues or anything, but because we feel that uh, uh, strength comes in, 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 in numbers and the more people who are involved, the, the stronger we'll be. And we were happy uh, after after years of urging Bob Calloway and the St. Louis group uh, to join us. Uh, they finally decided to do that this uh, this uh, last month, and uh, and we're after a couple of others. Uh, but in terms of growing, it's uh, it's really uh, it's really a question of. Uh, getting more ideas from the member clubs and uh, of, of, of things we ought to be doing uh, to help them and to help the uh, the whole pipe smoking community uh, again uh, uh, it's uh, you know there's only so much we can do and uh, I, I sometimes describe UPCA as uh, you know a very influential group uh, uh, right up there with the United Nations or something. That, that's a bit of an exaggeration. Uh, but we keep trying to have as much influence we can as, as, as we can. Uh, you may have heard in uh, New York City there is a new rule that uh, uh, prohibits the sale of any pipe tobacco, any tobacco product, but including pipe tobacco, with a uh, characterizing flavor. The idea is that somebody uh, thought that uh, uh, children were being seduced by, uh, I don't know, cherry-flavored pipe tobaccos or whatever. Thing. I haven't seen many kids smoking pipes or buying pipe tobacco, but you know they, they they know better at the city council and and they they came up with this uh, with this law uh, we asked how in the world are you going to enforce this they finally came out with a proposed rule that said uh, one if there's any indication on the packaging that the tobacco contains a, a flavor that's it it's prohibited uh, but even if it doesn't say anything and 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 we Decide there is a characterizing flavor of some kind. We can uh, we can also prohibit that. Well, uh, we've been helping with a group of uh, New York State uh, brick and mortar tobacco retailers to uh, try to educate these people about these things. I mean, they had no idea about the number of flavors of pipe tobacco or the fact that pipe tobaccos have Many of them have had flavors forever, not to uh, attract children, but to provide this kind of variety of tastes that uh, that we all enjoy. Um, anyway, I don't know how I got off on that, but it's uh, it's it's uh, it's just a sort of an educational function that uh, that we've tried to serve. And where does that where does that law stand right now? And is that a, a, a regional law? Is that just for your area, or how does that work? Just New York City. Just New York City. But the uh, the uh, this law is also uh, has been uh, proposed. There's some bill up in Albany, which would be a New York statewide one, and there have been a couple of attempts uh, at the federal level uh, to also uh, enact such a law. Those proposals haven't gone very far yet, but there's something that uh, uh, bear close watch. 
as far as this law goes, um, have do you know of any cases where they've actually tried to enact this and, and tell any retailers, hey, you, you have to stop selling X, Y, or Z? Well, the law is, uh, is uh, so new here that there hasn't been much enforcement. I did hear over the past weekend, a friend told me he'd come into New York City, and he didn't go to a, what we call a premium, premium uh, tobacconist. Um, I don't think it was a convenience store either. I forget where it was, but he asked uh, for some pipe tobacco, and they said, oh, we just stopped selling that. And the reason was this uh, prohibition on, on flavored tobaccos, and they just said, we don't want to have any hassle of this, so we're not carrying pipe tobacco anymore, period. Wow. Um, are there any retailers that you know of that have that have complained as well, or or I, I guess you're saying it's it's so new that it's it's really yeah. going to take some yeah. time. Yeah, no, to see I I know, uh, you know, I I spend a lot of time in the Delacanche pipe shop in in New York as well as at Barclay Rex, and uh, and I know that uh, they have because of the new law, uh, you know they have change the names of some of their uh, house plans mm-hmm. or uh, uh, what's the McBaron uh, mixture vanilla something or other mm-hmm. and they've stopped ordering that vanilla mixture just uh, because uh, it says vanilla on the can no kidding wow well uh, before we leave is there anything else you would like to uh, tell our listeners about the UPCA well I had wanted to add that uh each year, the CIPC, the International Pipe Committee, uh, puts on an, an event uh, somewhere in the world, usually somewhere in Europe. Uh, it's either a world championship or a world uh, a European championship, something like that. But they have a, 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 like a three-day event. And this year, the, the world championship will be held October 9 and 10, in Estoril, Portugal. This is a wonderful uh, resort casino uh, area just uh, about 20 miles from from Lisbon. And uh, as I said at the beginning, it was my attendance at one of these things back in 2000 that led to the whole formation of UPCA, etc. And I just can't uh, say enough about how much fun these, these events are when you have three, four, five hundred pipe smokers get together from all over the all over the world. There is a smoking competition, of course, but uh, smoking competitions, you know, are just a vehicle for getting pipe smokers together, and the real uh, joy of these events is the opportunity to meet all these, these, these old friends. Uh, we have had a number of uh, Americans who have gone along to these uh, in We've sent uh, several uh, of the U.S. national champions over. Uh, Doc Gar went, uh, Jonathan Tausig went, uh, and we hope Ray Lankins from uh, Alabama, who won this past year in Chicago, and his wife will be go- coming along with us this year. Uh, Jeff Weiner and his wife Bonnie from uh, uh, Miami often, often show up. Uh, uh, Frank Berla has been there. Uh, a number of people, but we. The point is, I uh, uh, urge everybody to 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 think about this. People think, well, it's far away and it's going to be expensive, but you know, airfares go down in uh, 
after October 1 usually. And once you get to the place, there are discounts on the hotels, like uh, all pipe shows. And uh, it, it doesn't. It, it turns out to be a very reasonably priced uh, 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 event. Uh, Buddy Winemiller and I uh, went over together uh, to uh, Hungary last year, and I think uh, uh, we shared some expenses, but we 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 ended up laying out uh, like uh, twelve hundred bucks for each of us. I mean, you can go to. You can go to Las Vegas. You can go a lot of places and 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 and, and spend that much money without having nearly as much fun. So, I I, I we're going to push hard and and, and publicize uh, this event and try again to get as many Americans to come along as as, as possible. Yeah, you know, and I would just ask only too that anybody who has uh, interest in or or questions about it, uh, please feel free to get in touch with, with, with me. Uh, I'll be glad to uh, pass on as much information as I can. So, uh, listeners out there, go ahead and go to www.unitedpipeclubs.org. Check out the UPCA. If you're not in a pipe club already, go ahead and start your own. And if you need any pointers, look to the UPCA to help you out with tips on that. And um, uh, support these guys in, in any way you can because uh, they're supporting us and, and they really are doing a lot of different things to make sure that our hobby is safe and, and that it keeps going. So thank you so much. Yeah. We all really you're appreciate most, what you're welcome. doing. I really do think it's important that somebody is out there trying to present a positive image of pipe smoking because, uh, you know, we're, we're, there are a lot of people who uh, continue to ostracize us and would, would just like to see us all go away and and they have a very negative image of smoking in general and so they throw us into that uh, whole category and I think it's just important to show that pipe smokers are, are, are very nice people pipe smokers don't want to bother people pipe smokers just want to be able to enjoy enjoy their own uh, hobby and uh, and, 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 and not be penalized for it. You know, uh, I, I know the candy industry um, will deliver goodie bags to Congress on a certain day every year. Maybe um, maybe that's something that we can do. Maybe we can round up some pipes to uh, uh, hand out to Congress on uh, February 20 of every every year on, on uh, Pipe Smoking Day. Or... Well, I'm sure there are a number of pipe smokers in Congress. Uh, uh, you know that despite uh, all of the... Uh, uh, prohibitions against smoking. Congressmen are allowed to smoke in their own offices in Washington, uh, which bugs me. But uh, uh, I would like to find uh, congressmen who smoke pipes. I would like to find some judges who smoke pipes. We we need some people who understand us. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank really you, Ali. I appreciate it, uh, and 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 all that you do uh, 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 through your own activities to uh, present a positive image of pipe smoking. Oh, thank you. you so much. You bet, pal. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. And that was my chat with Mr. Vernon Vig, current president of the UPCA. Please do your part and support the UPCA today your club in contact with UPCA, and if you don't have a club, start a club. This podcast was brought to you by the owners of Monstrosity Pipes. Be counted as a podcast supporter today 
by adopting your very own monstrosity pipe. Now, obviously, the big UPCA international trip was over by the time this aired, and my apologies for that, but consider getting a head start now on next year's trip. Contact the folks at UPCA for details. Thanks for listening. I'm Oli with Oompal.com, signing off from the Oom Palace, wishing you very good luck figuring out your new pipe club name. Thank you.